0: Today's planetary service announcement is intended for the journalists out there. It's called, hey journalists, remember ethics and integrity? Before we dive into this episode, thank you for giving it a like and for sharing it far and wide. As well, thank you for subscribing to the channel so that you can stay abreast of my every Word Up podcast offering. If you're inspired to scope this with your eyes, If you prefer to take in this information on a visual level, you can head on over to my Odyssey channel where I host all of my Word Up podcasts as videos. As well, as you're wanting to dive into the mass media machinations and manipulations that are being deployed on the populace, check out my new book, Pop propaganda: an illustrated guide it's on sale now it's appropriate and intended for teens and grown-ups alike and I promise you'll dig it <laughs> All right here we go with today's episode hey guys it's Danny. I have tried really hard to not (laughs) address what I'm about to address, but it won't let me go. So we're going to talk about journalism. We're going to talk about censorship. We're going to talk about what's going on. I'm going to share a couple personal stories and it is my intention to protect the identity of the players that I'm talking about. And at the same time, I'm going to offer up some contacts so you understand what heavy-hitting power players they are in the journalism realm. So I'm going to ask you, for those who know me, if you know who I'm talking about, don't put their names in the comment stream. This is not to shame. This is not to call anyone out. This is to A, explain to you guys what is going on (laughs) as best I can, and B, to call journalists in to a higher levels of integrity. So last year I received a text from a former editor who I worked with at an Alt Weekly for ten years and this editor is a fantastic journalist and he made me a better writer, he made me a better journalist, like he is fantastic and I have a lot of respect for him and I haven't talked to him a few months and I get a text out of the blue that was a link to the New York Times article saying why you shouldn't watch Plandemic. Now, this editor didn't know that at the time I was writing Plandemic 2, Indoctrination. And I responded back saying, okay, A, this isn't true. B, have you seen it? Like, have you watched this movie? The, the message was, hey, friend, I haven't talked to in several months, be sure not to look at this thing that the establishment is telling you not to look at, which is completely anathema to journalism. As journalists, we're curious, right? We want to educate ourselves, so we want to look at the things that we're not supposed to look at, and we want to look, you know, under all the nooks and crannies and crevices, So just the fact that anyone was falling for that, here's why you shouldn't look at this thing because it threatens our interests, our being the oligarchs (laughs) um, and the giant corporations who are profiting off of the sham. But he said, no, of course I didn't watch it. And I thought it was just odd. Like, how do you call yourself a journalist when A, you're not willing to look at the information, but B, then you're doing your, Overlords bidding for them by telling other people not to look at the thing that you haven't looked at So you really don't know what you're talking about and as a journalist Are you in the least bit curious to know what they don't want you to see? I mean for as long as most of us on this planet have been alive And I can speak this with confidence about this editor that I'm talking to we have not been under the constraints of this level of censorship so As a journalist, as a journalist with integrity, aren't you curious to know what they're censoring? Don't you feel a responsibility to at least educate yourself before you're going to back their stance on it that no one should know? As though the New York Times hasn't been caught lying a zillion times, weapons of mass destruction deliberately fudging the numbers on the uh, measles deaths a few years ago when they were blaming that on the on the orthodox jewish community in new york they were called out just so you guys know they were called out on getting those numbers very wrong moving decimals and taking you know deaths in the in the likelihood of tens and hundreds of thousands and moving that decimal point over so it was like one in a hundred which was a total lie and then after they were called out for that they kept running the same number. Okay, so there's, there was that one piece. But then the other one, which I have to say, I've yet to shake off and it's been quite a few months, is um, my dearest mentor. Like in the realm of journalism and life um, and self-responsibility, this man is one of my greatest mentors. He also happens to be a journalist who founded one of the most maverick alt-weekly newspapers in the country. And again, if you know who I'm talking about, thank you for keeping this between you and me because I'm not, this is not about shaming anyone. This is someone I love very deeply. I'm telling you this to give you context for the largesse of the ridiculousness that I still have yet to make sense of. Um, So this man is my mentor, founder of an alt-weekly paper, and a dear friend, a dear friend who knows me super well. And we spoke last year, we were having a catch up call and I mentioned Plandemic Indoctrination and he hadn't seen it and just started repeating a bunch of propaganda about why it was bullshit. And I said, well, I, I wrote it and you know me and you helped, you helped guide me as a journalist. So does that change your mind about maybe wanting to avail yourself to taking it in and making up your own mind because again, in his lifetime as well, he has not seen this level of censorship in this country as a journalist. And I am I am talking to all the journalists out there who are buying into this without doing any due diligence, without looking in to the narratives that you are assuming are fake. He was not interested. And he said, you know, kind of threw me a bone. I was like, oh, where can I see it? And I said, well, you could see it on BitChute. And he said, well, BitChute is an alt-right Nazi platform. I won't watch anything there. And I said, well, we've been censored everywhere else, so there's really no other options. P.S. You know me. Am I I an alt-right Nazi? Like, am I a hateful, genocidal psychopath? Um, And he wouldn't. He just refused. Um, So... What is my point in all of this? And this is kind of my question, you know, to my intuition of like why do I need to share this? And I think it's not just a call out to the journalist, but it's an invitation to examine the mind control that we're all under. And guys, I'm not separate. I'm not making myself separate. I'm under different realms of mind control in my own way because I'm not separate from this collective collective. I'm not separate from this matrix, right? I'm just as vulnerable as anyone else. But when I see these power player journalists who are not just refusing, like look at all the angles, they're refusing to look at a piece of media because the New York times is telling them not to the New York times has been known to lie too many times over to count. Then when I tell them, Oh, I wrote it. I was one of the writers. I was one of the lead writers. Does that change your mind? Because I'm telling you what they're telling you is complete bullshit. And I stand behind every single fact, uh, you know, pattern we connected. I stand behind everything in that piece of media um, with the utmost integrity. Does that change your mind? And I'm not saying you need to drink the Kool-Aid, but does that inspire you to maybe get a little curious as to what the controversy is about and make up your own mind? No, That, that didn't do it either. So we have to look at that there is some sort of technology that is moving through the media space that is shutting down people's critical thinking skills and that is shutting down people's willingness to avail themselves to actual knowledge, to trust themselves, their own selves, as educated, experienced seasoned journalists to make up their own mind. It's completely, completely shutting that down as well. And when these people, when people in these positions um, are just parroting this propaganda and pushing the censorship narrative, it freaks me out. Like it really, really generates a lot of concern for what is going on in our larger information sharing sphere. So there's no call to action here except to examine, to examine our indoctrination, to examine the the mind control that we're under and examine the unwillingness to look at things for ourselves and to make up our own mind. Because look at the track record of the entities that are telling us what is fit for our eyes and what isn't as though we are little babies who can't handle it. Like we couldn't handle the fake weapons of mass destruction story that caused countless, countless deaths and destruction and wars that are still going on under completely false pretenses. So that doesn't Maybe raise an eyebrow as far as why are we still trusting these people to tell us what we're allowed to look at and what we're not and why are we even having the conversation right now of whether or not we're allowed to look at shit when we live in uh, the United States of America which was founded on free speech and freedom of the press so I don't really know what to make of all this um, except that I'm concerned and I'm really holding the vision of of a shift and an awakening and of some, some means of cracking, you know, intercepting the mind control, obliterating the mind control. I don't know what it is, but journalists, I am talking to you and asking you if you are passing off opinions, opinions about media that you have not yourself seen or examined or researched, then you are out of integrity, then you are not. Really, an ethical journalist, and you are degrading our whole industry. And I invite you to switch it up. And I think that's all I got. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Be sure to give it a like, to share it with your nearest and dearest, and remember to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss a single episode of your very favorite podcast Word up with Danny Katz We'll see you soon tribe